The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. And now, it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. Time for the Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Keeping it real. Over the last couple of decades here on 680 The Fan. Hopefully your President's Day Monday is going well. And uh, we're working today. Got DT in the house, ready to get to work. Where's Road Dog? Still trying to get over that Saturday loss to Alabama. My goodness. I haven't seen many stompings like that in college basketball. I don't watch as much college basketball as I used to, but man. Good Lord. And we had a lot going on this weekend. Doesn't mean it was entertaining, in my opinion. We had a lot of things going on, which allows us to have plenty of content on this 42-minute content. A one-hour show, 42 minutes of content. And we're going to fill it today. Let's get started. Bucks. Big. Take. The great American race was set up for a fantastic finish, and I love those. And then the modern-day overtime rules wrecked any chance of that going down. Am I the only one that dislikes this format? Remember when we used to get a race to the finish line? Well, not anymore. The 65th Daytona 500, well, that was a letdown. Kyle Busch took the lead with two laps to go, standing up in front of the TV monitor man ready for the fantastic finish. Bush trying to win this race for the first time after uh, two day, uh, decades of trying, and then boom! Some dude wrecks in the back. We get a restart. A huge wreck takes out half the field. And then on another restart, Stenhouse wins because he's leading at the moment of caution. Man, that stinks. Not for Stenhouse. He broke a 199-race, five-year winless streak. Admit it, race fans. You were let down by the ending just like me. You missed the good old days when the good old boys raced to the finish line on the final five to ten laps without anybody wrecking. Now the winner is crowned in the great American race. At the moment of caution. Are you kidding me? Or am I just crazy? We don't have a NASCAR expert, though, here in the morning time. Here at 680 The Fan, I was looking around. The sales team, nobody's an expert. We've only got a couple throughout the station, I'm afraid. Well, but they, they kind of changed those rules. I'm no nowhere near an NASCAR. Yeah, the modern-day overtime right, where they have, rules. They've gone to the overtime with the green-white checker, and they, they did that, what, once or twice? Because I'm like you, I, or 
I don't know about everybody. I didn't watch the entire race. I just tuned in for the end there. But yeah, that's, that's how, what I always do. And that's how the Daytona, or at least ever since I've been watching it for the last 15, 20 years, that's how it always seems to end. It's basically just stay in it. Don't get in the big one for the, the, the few big crashes. No, then, they, they have the big crashes every time. That's now. what I'm saying. But now, and now, but then once you get to the those last few restarts, it's it's every man for himself. It's well, just mayhem. it's just craziness. Those those restarts are They've got to come Daytona. up with a better format than what we've got right now. I thought now. the green-white checker was good, but yeah, I guess I don't understand why that didn't go to a double overtime, because I guess they had completed enough of the lap. That yeah, NASCAR... and they're selling it now today on these national uh, outlets as, uh, you know, one of the greatest things ever. The, the longest Daytona 500 <laughs> was, race in the history. It was long. Yeah, as if that means anything. Yeah, and I want to see a race to the finish line. It was exciting without because the pile-up wrecks that go on. Yeah, we got a couple of decent re- uh, restarts, but then the actual very end. It was kind of like the Super Bowl. Just the the actual very end of it was was not very compelling. Yeah, there's some other things going on. Let's uh, talk about those things. Let's find out what's popping. XFL kicked off, and man, I saw a little bit of it. I didn't sit down and watch it. You know, flipping through the channels, I saw the Seattle Sea Dragons. And I heard the name June Jones mentioned, and I said, I'm going to watch a little bit of the Sea Dragons. See what June Jones is up to. Well, they took the L. Lost to the D.C. Defenders. Is he still running that same offense from... Uh, the shooting poop. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. That's one of what they call it. That's sure. I believe the it was. I think oh, the, the run, run and shoot. I think it was yeah, the run yeah, and shoot. It's the run and shoot. To what it. am I thinking about here? And did you see uh, AJ McCarron has resurfaced? Yeah, very exciting. I mean, AJ McCarron's back in the middle of it, man. He completed 18 passes in a row, two touchdown passes in the last 85 seconds. And got the game-winning touchdown as he led the Battle Hawks, the Battle Hawks, to a season-opening win. The St. Louis Battle Hawks take down the San Antonio Brahmas. I bet Carlos Medina was upset with that one. I was kind of cheering for them. Isn't that Heinz Ward's team? I think I think San Hines, Antonio Brown. I believe he's the coach of that team. Yeah. So I'm kind of cheering for Heinz Ward. Have you picked out your favorite XFL team yet, Buck? Not yet. I'm gonna need a little more time. You gotta on keep that. scouting him. I see. Yeah, I'm gonna need a little bit more time. I, I do like the audio you're able to get from what's being said. I heard a little bit of that. Yeah, you get yeah. some play calls and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're offering up something. We're not getting in the NFL. What did you think of the kickoff? Did you get a chance to see one of those? Yeah, I did like that. Okay. Where they line up five yards from each I, other. I didn't hate it. Yeah. And then they wait for the return man to catch it, and then then you can start running and blocking. I mean, it does avoid. I mean, you know, we There's shouldn't have guys any, running like, forty yards, yard collision, straight into each other. I right. think we've learned our lesson that that we we we'd like to avoid that, right? No doubt. And then I was uh, also checking out the NBA All-Star Game. As uh, Team Antetokounmpo takes down Team LeBron, 184 to 175. And at the risk of sounding like an old man, I hate the format. You know, and I dislike, too, where they lined up like 15 minutes before game time. They uh, lined up, and it was as 
as if you were at the playground and selecting your team. Okay, I'll take him. All right, who are you taking? Oh, you're going to take him? Well, I'm taking him. I mean, that's 15 minutes before the game starts. Uh, Jason Tatum knocking down uh, 55 points in the game. He's your most valuable player. In a game that I could have scored 20. Oh, there's wide open lanes, wide open layups, Buck. Yeah, I mean, just, uh, hey, go ahead and take it to the rack, man. Jason uh, gave us a little play. He gave us the three-pointers, and he gave us some cool dunks. So well, I did like it where uh, he and Brown were going one-on-one that against each other. That was kind of fun. Other. I think they pushed it a little too long, but, yeah, it was still fun. Donovan Mitchell uh, throwing it down in front of the home folks. Yeah, it's good seeing Cobb alone. Did you see that at halftime? They honored LeBron. We did. We got to see the uh, the original mailman. Yeah. My man, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Top three leading scorers in the history of the game all together. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And LeBron went around, they, you know, kissing the king is what they were doing with that one. Now, I did not know the music artists uh, that were playing also at halftime. Yeah, I actually didn't I know the halftime. Not, I do know. I've I was heard of familiar Post Malone. With he was doing the pregame. I at least yeah. am aware of him. I didn't well, know Well, that's my man, Post Malone. Yeah. The, you probably he's know more about tatted him. up all over that body. You know more Post Malone than I do, Buck. But, yeah, the artist at halftime, I had no idea who that, who that was. I don't think many people did. But, uh, yeah, the NBA All-Star Game's come and gone, and our Atlanta Hawks back on the scene coming up on Thursday as we finish out the season. Losers! Did you get anything out of uh, All-Star Saturday night? Three-point contest? Uh, no, I was busy Saturday oh, okay. night. You might have missed a little bit, Buck. It was fun. Three-point contest was enjoyable. Kelly and I made the trip over to Starkville, Stark Vegas to see Audrey. It was her birthday last week, so we had to take her some birthday presents. Nice. And we took in the Mississippi State baseball game on Saturday. Now, do they have the cowbells there at the baseball field as well? Uh, yeah, they do a little of that. Okay. Not, not as much as the football game. Just curious. There were over 15,000 people there, though. That is the best baseball atmosphere outside of Major League Baseball anywhere in the country. Without, without question. No doubt. You're a baseball fan, college baseball fan. You got to check that off the bucket list, man. You will be amazed. And there's some beer being knocked down too during the games. I spent. I did spend uh, most of the time yesterday when we returned home checking out the finish to the what I used to call the LA Open. I'm not sure what they're calling it. Now. Yeah, that's what everybody called it. That's the what it Genesis was. Invitational, yes. Blue. What are you talking about? Get that corporate sponsor in there, Buck. I uh, got to see Tiger Woods for four days. I enjoyed that. I mean, uh, we've got to take it while we can get it. He's only going to play, try to play the four majors. Next time we see him will probably be the Masters and maybe one or two other events. But great seeing him uh, playing out in L.A., played four rounds, finished one under par. I mean, that's legit. Keith Mitchell, too, continues to play great golf, former Georgia Bulldog, former member of the Team Baloo that took down Team Kincaid one year in the Buck and Kincaid Golf Classic, put on by 680. The fan Mitchell is, is playing great golf, man, 12 under par, top five finish as the tour heads back to Florida. And the Honda, where he's already won there. Keith Mitchell, man, so impressed. But not as impressed as we are with John John Rahm. Tenth career win. 
My goodness. He's got five victories in his last nine starts worldwide. He's got three wins before March, which is rarely done. Number one in the world, Tacoma check of $3.6 million. And uh, after the round, Rom was talking about, this is one of the great lessons in life. You can outwork people. Listen at Rom. I've been extremely disciplined my whole career, but uh, right now I'm seeing the dividends of a lot of the hard work over the years, right? So it's um, just keep doing the small things and uh, and keep enjoying and having fun. Obviously, when you're playing good, it's really fun, and when you're winning tournaments, it's extremely fun, but got to enjoy the tough moments as well. So, you know, try to take it all in, and like I said, just keep doing the little things properly every day and hopefully keep putting myself in, in, the, in position to win. Yeah, hard work pays off, man. You can outwork the competition. I think where he has done it, we all know, if you look at John Rahm, it's no surprise that he bombs the ball. He's a big, big, strong yeah, but guy. He's so accurate with it. But he puts it where he needs to be. But really, he's done, he's, uh, Sebi Ballesteros, a big, big influence on him, this John Rahm from Spain. He's worked a lot on that short game buck, and the touch he shows around the greens is just fantastic. Yeah, Sebi had nine career wins. Yeah, that's number 10 for John, right? But Seve didn't play as much over here in the States as Rahm is playing. Yeah, so Seve that in mind. Yeah, five of those wins are major tournament wins, by the way. So, yeah, pretty pretty impressive from Seve. Rahm, though, when you're talented and you're outworking the competition, great things are going to happen. What a great life lesson if you're paying attention. And, you know, I've tried to copy his swing off the tee, especially trying to limit the taking the club back too far. And you see him, it looks like he takes it back to about, you know, 9 a.m. on the clock and just stripes it. Yeah, he and Tony Fino both in a bucket. There's one swing I want to replicate that I saw this weekend. It's Keith Mitchell's, man. Yeah. He has the sweetest swing. Lights out. Maybe on tour. Congratulations to Keith. My former partner on Team Blue. Doing a great job. Hey, you can listen to The Fan multiple ways, 680 AM, 93.7 FM, streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that fan mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Let them wow you up there in Coming. Fastest and easiest way to shop online. Uh, think of Beaver Coming of Toyota. We appreciate them. And that's what's going on out there. We're coming back on the other side. As I'm living up to the promises I'm making on this show, we're coming back talking Braves baseball. And we're doing it every day this month. And next month and the month after that and the month after that and the month after that. Hopefully all the way back into the postseason as we hopefully make another run at the World Series. It's the Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. The warm air, the sounds of baseball... It's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, 
let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Appreciate you hanging out Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. And if you blink and miss it, well, we've got the show podcast you can check out anytime, anywhere. A lot of people doing that these days. And we've got an invitation, man. Why don't you come out and uh, tee it up? The first big golf tournament of the year. 680 The Fans Chili Dip Open, benefiting First Team Metro Atlanta. Going to tee off Friday, March 10th at 12 noon. And, yeah, it'll be a shotgun start, just like the uh, Live Golf, like they've got going. I don't think we're trying to copy them. Your foursome includes green fees at one of the Metro Atlanta's finest golf courses, post-round trophies. Well, yeah, if you win, you expect to get a trophy, right? Probably a bottle of liquor. Great raffle prizes and, of course, all the chili you can eat. Love that. Don't miss out on the first big golf tournament of 2023 here in Atlanta. Book your foursome today at golfnow.com or at bearsbestatlanta.com. We're giving you a choice. Get signed up. Chili Dip Open. Brought to you by Bears Best, Harris Cherokee Casino and Resort, Hennessy Jaguar, Land Rover, Gwinnett, Kroger, Beaver Toyota, Anderson Power Services, and Tito's Handmade Vodka. DT, you going to play in the chili dip? Um, not likely, Buck, but we'll see. Maybe yeah, I'll be around. I'm playing. What? I, yeah, well, you always get to play. A fun track, too. That's a, that's a fun place yeah, to play. Yeah, I call that my home track. Bears oh, Best. Okay, yeah. Swanee. Great practice facility. Absolutely, yeah. Ian Grimway uh, does a uh, great job managing the complex. Uh, super yeah. nice people. Awesome golf course. Nicholas's. Top 18 hole designs on the east coast of the United States. There's one in Vegas, too, that is awesome, also awesome. Well, that's the beauty of it. You get a lot of different types of holes to play on that course. So a lot yeah, of fun. Just love it. Absolutely love it. And, uh, man, I made a promise to the uh, people out listening to the show that, by golly, in the month of February, we're talking Braves baseball every single day. Time to talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com. All right, Braves storyline number 14. Today, number 14. And look, DT, this is it's not a... Uh, disrespecting the ace max freed but there's so many interesting compelling storylines i bumped the ace max freed down to number 14 so not dissing him got great respect for this well maybe that is a sign of respect it's not a it's not a big question mark we're not no, all we're not all worried about how's max going to perform no, we year. sure are yeah. you shouldn't be fifth year in the rotation for freed now, a year ago, he was a runner-up in the Cy Young voting in the National League. 30 starts, went 14-7, and 2.48. 21 of the 30 starts was quality, meaning he went six innings, gave up three earned runs or less. When Max Fried took the ball in the regular season, the team was 20-10. and 10. 
So when you hand the ball to Max and you're a Braves fan or a Braves player, we got a really good shot of winning today. And that is a really good feeling. This guy was smoking the opponents in June, July, August, and September. Laying down the law. Nobody was touching him. How about the last three seasons? His ERA, 2.68. Record, 35 and 14. One of the top starters in Major League Baseball today. Maybe the top left-handed starter. Now the stuff. I've really grown to appreciate the stuff. Four quality pitches. You got the four-seam fastball sitting at 94. You got the plus-plus curve that bites like you've never seen at the plate. Throws that up there at 74. Slider at 87. Change up at 86. And Max Fried is the king, brother, of limiting hard contact. You don't see many guys squaring that ball up against Freed. Now let's get to the money situation. All right, he's in the fourth year of arbitration, third year of arbitration. He filed for $15 million and received a one-year $13.5 million deal. Next season will be his final year of arbitration. And he's going to make somewhere around $20 million next season. And then in 2025, he's a free agent. Gone. Yeah. And uh, look, market value for Max Fried, we're talking a six-year contract for $140 million. And it's not too outlandish to think that the Braves aren't going to be able to, aren't going to be in position to pick that up. Yeah, I'm getting to that here in just a second. (laughs) The attitude, see, DTU would probably be a little, your feelings would be hurt. Yeah. The fact that uh, Anthopolis and the Braves have not signed him to a long-term deal because Max Fried looks around and he says, you know what, nobody's performed like I have over the last three years. And it seems like every other player is getting these long-term deals. It's got to be frustrating for Max, yeah. But I tell you, his attitude is commendable. He doesn't have the long-term deal. After two top five Cy Young finishes, after three gold gloves, an all-star appearance, a shutdown game in the World Series victory over the Astros. After doing all those great things, he still didn't have a long-term deal. But there's no animosity. There, He's not upset. He claimed, look, this is just part of the process in baseball don't take offense to it he likes the braves organization hopes an extension will come his way and he will stay in atlanta if the offer is fair now that said it's reasonable at this point in time to expect that after 2024 after next season that max freed will be moving on reasonable to assume that Anthopolis and the Braves will make a decision to not offer fair market value, six years, $140 million. And I would imagine their reasoning on that would be they don't want to do that to a guy that will be 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, and 36 during this six-year contract that would be market value. So enjoy, Max, this season and next season. And then again, it's reasonable to expect that Max Freed at that point in time will be moving on.
Yeah, Max, one of my favorite players on the club. Buck, you know the, the best thing about Max? He's a pitcher, but he's a ball player. I wonder if he's one of the few pitchers that might actually miss hitting a little bit. Yeah, he's a great athlete. Running the bases. Yeah. I mean, he could be a I pitch miss, runner. Miss pitch seeing Max hitter. out there. Yeah. i tell you what else, what, what else he is, and we've lost, like, the captain of the team in Freddie Freeman two years ago. We lost the captain of the team this past season, Dansby Swanson. And I look at Max Fried as a leader on this baseball team in 2023, and it could be we're going to lose him also. So, look, I know everybody looks at the stats and what they're doing as far as, you know, contributing on the field and the impressive numbers they're laying down. But the leadership's huge, in my opinion. And he's one of the leaders on this team. Tremendous competitor. I look at him as one of the top competitors he and Dansby Swanson, those were one and two on the list at the end of last season as far as guys. They just love the competition, man. They embrace it. Bring it on, baby. I'm going to get the best of you, and I'm not going to sit around and brag about it. But I want you to come after me, man, because I'm taking you down. Love that attitude. Loved it with Dansby. Love it with Max Freed. So let's enjoy him this season and next. And then we'll uh, we'll be watching him move on. I'll tell you what's back here at the fan. Have you heard about the putt for the Porsche is back? And you can join the fan and Chuck, Chuck and Turnoff this Thursday from 2 to 6. PGA Tour Superstore in Kennesaw for your chance to qualify to sink a putt and win a 2023 Porsche Macan from Hennessy Porsche, North Atlanta. Now, the finalist is also going to receive a... Breitling Avenger watch from Brown and Company Jewelers, regardless of the putting outcome. And everyone who qualifies gets an M-Craft putter from Mizuno. I would love to have one of those without paying for it. PGA Tour Superstore gift cards and much, much more. For information, visit 680thefan.com. Qualify for your chance to putt for a Porsche. Thursday from 2 to 6. PGA Tour Superstore in Kennesaw, brought to you by PGA Tour Superstore, Hennessy, Porsche, North Atlanta, Brown & Company Jewelers, and our great friends at Mizuno. You know, I hit Mizuno irons. As do I, Buck. As and I love them. Me too. Love them. Also love the top five. What are we doing, NFL today? The best in college football and the NFL. Top 5, presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Yeah, but it's an NFL Top 5. Touch maybe on a little, yeah, little yeah. draft talk, a little off-season talk. We'll By touch the on. way, I bumped into this man in uh, Publix yesterday, and he was, he was bragging on the Top 5, man. He says he loves it. Everybody loves the Top 5. All man. right, well, what we, got, what we got today? People clamoring for it. All right. Starting in the NFL, yeah, Geno Smith, probably comeback player of the year in the NFL, right, Buck? Man, he but was awesome. He was. What a story. Everybody wrote him off. Geno didn't write back, though, right? So, should the Seahawks re-up Geno? Will he be in Seattle next year? Well, if you want to win. He's a winner. I mean, it if seems you're like. looking to just uh, field a team and cash a check, then you might want to go with Drew, Drew Locke. But if you want to win, you got to go Geno, right? I mean, he led the team to the playoffs. He was a Pro Bowl quarterback, even though we didn't have a real game, recognized as a Pro Bowl quarterback. 
And he should be getting a contract of, say, three years, $100 million. That's what the market value is. That's really not all that crazy for what the highest uh, quarterbacks are going for, yeah. I mean, what else do you have to do to get one of these contracts? He, he performed, led the team to the playoffs. Hey, Geno Smith, he was legit last year. And the Seahawks are crazy if they don't re-up Geno Smith. Yeah, just a year removed from letting uh, Russell Wilson get out of town. I mean, what does the fan base say when you say, well, you know, we're going to pass on signing this guy that led us to the playoffs and he recognized as one of the better quarterbacks in the league. We're just going to pass on him. We, I tell you what, we're going to go with Drew Locke. What is the fan base going to say? They're going to say uh, our front office is crazy. Not in Pete we trust, no? All right, well, we'll prejudice. keep an eye on uh, Gino in this offseason. All right, some uh, some coaching moves, Bucks. What are your thoughts on Eric Benemy ty- finally taking over an offense? He's, he's headed up to Washington. Well, I think I was talking about this on Friday. I believe you were. When I was saying it would be a mistake to take that job. Now, they've named him assistant head coach, offensive coordinator. So he'll be game planning and calling the plays, which he doesn't do in Kansas City under Andy Reid. You see, you got Ron Rivera as the head coach, and he is a defensive mind. So he needs somebody to run the offensive side of the ball. Now, here's the problem. Eric Bieniemy is going to a place where they're going to have a new owner. Chances are the new owner's going to clean house. So what, what happens if that, that happens after one year on the job? Now you're back in the job market? They haven't I mean, really had a chance to prove yourself, is, which is basically the whole point I mean, of this. What for are we going to give you one year to prove yourself, and then you could be gone? Well, new ownership uh, can't be any worse than the old ownership. I, I think it's a mistake by Eric Ben. I mean, he was in a great place in Kansas City. Yeah, maybe. Working with the best quarterback in the world today, working for a head coach that loves him. And now you're going to Washington to it just to me it doesn't make any sense. They were happy to name uh, Charles Nagy the uh, the head coach in waiting out there in Kansas City right when Bianmi was out the door. So we'll keep an eye on that as well, Buck. Some other off the field coaching news. This one uh, kind of raises an eyebrow. Rex Ryan interviewing in Denver for to be uh, Sean Payton's defensive coordinator. Is that a good fit? What do you think of that? Well, he's been out of the game for, I guess, six not years. that long. Yeah, six, six years, years he's time, been out of the game. <laughs> it's been talking six a lot. Six years, man. That's a long time to be away. Uh, Am I crazy? I don't even remember him coaching at Buffalo. That, that that must have been pretty forgettable. Well, he didn't have the white teeth then. Oh, yeah. He's got them big old chompers. Man, him. he's got the chiclets now. Those things are the whitest things I've ever seen. But it could be a good job for him. I mean, the ego that Sean Payton has and the ego that Rex Ryan has, those two big egos might be able to coexist. Because <laughs> you got Payton running the offense. you got Ryan running the defense. If this happens, I'm going to have a new team to cheer. I've already got a team to cheer against out there in Denver. But if this happens, it's even more. He has a Falcons guy. I would think a lot of people want to see him lose. Uh, he has claimed, though, he would not go back into the uh, coaching in the NFL unless it's the perfect fit for him. Because he loves doing that that uh, greenie show in the morning on ESPN. I can't argue. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Sean Payton, but that does seem like a greenie? pretty good fit. Oh, I'm not a big fan of greenie either. Yeah, neither is Golick. <laughs> but he said it's going to take a, a perfect offer for him to leave that show where he can show off those white teeth. But look, it, it, it sounds like they uh, advanced Joseph. 
reportedly interviewed for the defensive coordinator job over the last couple days. The interview went eight hours with Vance Joseph. What could you talk about for eight hours? Maybe they stopped in the middle and watched, like, The Godfather or something. We'll keep an eye on this one. Well, uh, yeah, if I was Rex Ryan, I'd just hang out with Sam Ponder all day. I think I'd be perfectly happy to do that. But Buck will move to the Falcons. I'll just ask you straight up. The Falcons? Yeah, you remember, we have an NFL team. We have an NFL team here in, in Atlanta as well. And they own the number eight pick in this year's draft, Buck. Just going to ask you straight up, what do they do? At it, it eight? That's where they currently sit. Yeah. Um, well, they're probably going to take a big receiver. That's been the, uh, that's been the trend. Huh? Which seems uh, more than a little bit crazy. I mean, didn't we do that the last two years? I believe so. Uh, so they're not taking Jalen Carter. He's a Georgia player, so they're... Even if he was available, they would pass Cross on him. him off then. You know, if it was me, I'd be taking a cornerback. Uh, this cornerback class is loaded up, so you might be able to get one later. But why not take the first cornerback off the board? You need somebody off uh, opposite of A.J. Terrell. Get started on correcting this defense. Right now, the uh, quarterback comes up to the line. He says, uh, okay, where's A.J. Terrell? All right, I'm going to throw on the other side of the field. So let's get that corrected. All right, you got a choice of any cornerback in the draft at eight. So take Keely Ringo off the board. He's a former Georgia player. Ineligible. So they yeah. would not. Yeah, that, that makes him ineligible to play for the Falcons. <laughs> So, I don't know, uh, Christian Gonzalez, maybe the kid from Oregon, uh, Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State. Whoever the Falcons and all those former general managers they have decide on, I would take that cornerback. Now, we've been talking about rebuilding the trenches for years now, Buck, so none of these defensive yeah, we, linemen are offensive linemen? pretty obvious we're not going to do that. They're, so, you just they, assume. Yeah, we pick we a must think up there at base camp for the Falcons, we're playing seven on seven. Skill players, skill yeah. players, all skill so players. So, go corner, I would say. Well... Speaking of um, guys in the trenches from the draft, talking about Georgia Bulldogs, where do you think Broderick Jones will end up going in the draft? Well, as a Georgia Georgia man, I hope he goes to a place that he would be able to thrive. Remember how I remember you uh, really hoping that A.J. Green would not end up a bangle. And, uh, yeah, and it that's happened. exactly what we got. We've got a lot, lot, lot of Georgia Bulldogs that got up there to yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, the Bengals have changed. But, though. yeah, now it's now it's a good place to go, huh? They got Joe Burrow. Well, yeah, what about Broderick Jones? Uh, I would hope he would go to, like, say, the Los Angeles Chargers. They could use him, yeah. Protect Justin Herbert. That would be 21st, I think, in the draft. He's going to, uh, best I can tell, he's probably going to blow up the combine, but... Look, he's a tremendous pass pass blocker. Does a good job in the run game. Dependable. A lot to like about Broderick Jones. I hope he goes to a place like the Chargers where they need to protect their quarterback. This would be a great place for him. Top 5 on 680 The Fan. Atlanta's sports station. Yeah, man, we got a big trip coming up. We're celebrating our 30th anniversary here at 680 The Fan, and we want you to get qualified for our big spring training promotion. Listen, each day between 6 and 8, and when you hear that Braves home run sounder and the Braves score, that's your cue to be the sixth caller and get qualified to win the Braves Beach and Brew trip. Hey, you never know. I mean, it might be coming up here in just a moment. We're going to qualify 30, 30 listeners 
with a shot to win the weekend stay at the Wyndham Grand on Clearwater Beach. Man, that'd be awesome. Tickets to the Braves versus Pirates game where you're going to spend a whole inning in the booth with the Braves announcers. Plus, we're going to give you an $800 Delta gift card, $100 to spend on whatever it is you want to spend on, and a pair of home opener tickets here at Truist Park. To get qualified, stay tuned to 680 The Fan all week long and listen for the sounder. So, yeah, that's uh, we're celebrating big here at 680 The Fan. Let's get to the roundtable. The Fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 20, far side line, 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game only on the fan. 680 and 93.7 FM. All right, a big shout out to one of my favorite Bulldogs that moved on to the National Football League. And now he's in the coaching profession, Thomas Brown. He could squat the building back in the day. And he's the new Carolina Panthers, or as I call him, the Charlotte Panthers offensive coordinator, leaving the L.A. Rams to take this job with the uh, Charlotte Panthers. Tenth all-time, as far as the Georgia rushers go. Uh, RBU, as a lot of people call it in this area. Thomas Brown. Now, I hope they lose to the Falcons when we play the Panthers. But other than that, man, I'm, I'm hoping to see Thomas Brown flourish. Great dude, awesome running back, and obviously a, a pretty good coach. Be now uh, helping Frank Reich run that Panthers offense. All right, that's the good news. The bad news is this. Did you see George on Saturday? The basketball, men's basketball team. Holy cow. Alabama dismantled the Georgia basketball team 108-59. to And I believe it's the worst Georgia men's basketball loss since 1959. I kid you not. The Tide had a higher percentage shooting threes than the Dogs did at the free throw line, 47 to 43%. They out-rebounded the Georgia Bulldog basketball team 49-26. to Embarrassing. The worst loss since 1959. That's got to sting. Bulldogs return to the court. They're out in Arkansas coming up tomorrow night. They're now 16-11, 6-8 in the SEC. We'll come back with another exciting segment. A little college football nugget for you coming up next. You got the Baloo Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. 
Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. The fan, 680 and 937. Did you hear that sounder? Look at the phone lines light up. Good luck with that. Got another busy week here on the show. A lot going on, including all that Braves talk we're going to be doing in the days to come. But you can count on one thing on this show, man. We're going to find a way to fit in some college football big time. Mmm, tasty. Time for the College Football Nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Yeah, we're going to have spring football getting cranked up here soon. You count on us to be all over that, too. Big quarterback competition going on at Alabama. And at Georgia. We'll be on both of those topics. Today, though, let's talk about LSU. Max Howell used to say on the station. You don't remember Max? How could you forget about Max Howell? All right, LSU's quarterback situation. Jaden Daniels has decided he's coming back. So he's QB1. Boy, he put up a really good season a year ago, leading LSU to the SEC championship game. Where they went down and went down hard to Georgia. And I tell you, Jaden Daniels, I uh, really like his skill set, like his game. He can throw it. He can run it. Found a home there in Baton Rouge last season. But then what about Garrett Nussmeyer? SEC title game, he came in for Daniels, who had that high ankle sprain, and put up some big numbers against that Georgia defense. I'm sure you were paying attention. Garrett Nussmeyer now is QB2. So here are the things that could happen to Nussmeyer coming into the season. Behind door number one, he's the backup to Jaden Daniels. And you see him get some garbage cleanup time. All right, behind door number two. He gets playing time in a two-quarterback system. Hmm. Most coaches don't like doing that. Behind door number three, Jaden Daniels has blocked him from becoming the QB1 in Baton Rouge. So he transfers after spring football practice. Hmm. Boy, that'd be a big story. Or behind door number four, he wins that QB1 job. He knocks off Jaden Daniels. And he emerges coming into the year as the number one quarterback at LSU. Uh, I think maybe three would be the way to go. He sticks around through the spring practice, see what's going to happen. And if it's determined that Jaden Daniels is going to be the guy and that Nussmeyer would be a backup that doesn't play very much, He's got three years of eligibility left. He transfers. Because there's some teams out there that need a quarterback. 
a legitimate, talented, highly skilled quarterback like Alabama who's going with a couple of greenhorns. Wouldn't that shake it up? Wouldn't that be a huge story? Nussmeyer leaves LSU and he goes to the rival, Alabama, and steps in immediately, providing them with a legitimate, proven option at the quarterback position. That'd be crazy, man. That'd be people criticizing Kelly down there in Cajun country. They allowed this to happen. They would probably try to convince him, look, you're the backup. We're going to play you a lot. So don't be transferring. Don't even get that out of your mind. We're going to play you a lot. Promises, promises, right? Keep an eye on this situation. Well, we will, and we'll let you know, you know, what's really going on. We'll keep it real for you. You're on the Blue Show. Garrett Nussmeyer. You were impressed with him, DT, during the SEC title game. I mean, he came in and carved up that Georgia secondary. Made that score a little closer. Let's get to the final word. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers. Keeping Georgia green since 1955. All right, I want to invite you to check out my podcast, Bucks Beat. Episode 81 dropped, I think it was Thursday last week. And we're looking at some of the interesting Braves storylines with my man Jeff Rancourt. Talk about Grissom replacing Dansby, Sean Murphy taking over behind the plate, the competition for the fifth starter spot between Ian Anderson and Mike Soroka, who's already being held back with a pulled hamstring. Also talk about the new closer, Rysel Iglesias. So uh, check out Bucksbeat episode 81. You can find that Wherever it is you find your podcast or go to thepodcastpark.com. That's brought to you by Associated Credit Union. You know, I pulled that up and I took a look and it says, uh, join Buck, uh, friend Francoeur joins him, episode 81, to talk about some of the rules changes. I never once mentioned there were we were going to discuss the rule changes. I mean, who came up with that? We're talking about some of the great storylines coming into the year. And check out all the other podcasts, too, that we have. Some of those, uh, you know, people start doing them, and then it's, I think they sort of stop doing them. But anyway, that's going to do it for my show today. Appreciate you hanging out. Uh, Nick and Chris coming up live from Brave Spring Training. Stay tuned for that. I'm back tomorrow, 10 o'clock sharp for the Blue Show. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Well, thank you, Buck. Where's Nerney? Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. 
family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.